0: Hello Friendship Fam, we're in an undisclosed location with our mobile studios, I'm with Pastor Matt, and joining us is our friend Michael B. Kelly. We're continuing to deep dive into 1 John. It's amazing how this document still shapes Christians today. Why? Because truth is timeless. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome, Friendship Fam. We're so glad to have you join us. I'm with Pastor Matt and Michael B. Kelly. And uh, Joel isn't with us today. He's not with us, Matt. No, he's I know
1: not. you were you were looking everywhere for Joel him. Joel is no longer with us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, that's, not, that's, that's not quite the way we uh, should that's, put it, Yeah, right? that's not the way we should word that, no, probably. No, that's true. Nope. But... Uh, michael b kelly hello thank you for joining us and so uh, there might be some people who haven't met you yet though Mm -hmm. they've they've maybe seen you in a uh, bumper video that we did about a year ago speak life Uh, speak life yeah yeah they they maybe see you hovering around at the sound booth and stuff but what all do you get to do at friendship
2: yeah it's been um introduce yourself so uh Mike seven Kelly. kids, <laughs> not seven kids. <laughs> oh, okay. but hopefully soon engaged this weekend hopefully. or next. So that's exciting. Oh, right. what? I yeah. feel like you. <laughs> just, what? Wow. This is this, this is huge news. Yeah. Yes.
0: I thought we were going one way in this podcast. We whoa. may be going a different Absolutely. way. Absolutely.
1: Just talk about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Time. Clearly, um, your upcoming fiance will not be listening to the podcast. She's no. not
2: one of our four listeners. No. <laughs> no. Okay. At least not for now. Maybe yeah. we'll show that's it what? to her. Yeah, we'll show her after I pop the question. Nice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, very exciting there. But anyways, Mike Kelly, um, official title being the technical director here at Friendship. It'll be two years in October that I've been here. Um, But one of the... Most exciting things, as uh, Kenny just alluded to, is having. Um, for a long time, I've had a, just a real deep passion for writing and and trying to express myself creative, creatively, mm-hmm. but glorifying God in the process. And friendship yeah. has had given me many opportunities to do that, and it's been very exciting through the blogs or the Speak yeah. Life video. Um. Yeah, exciting yeah. things like that. So, I
0: was gonna say you're you. You've been a prolific writer on our blogs, and uh, those have been really encouraging. Thank cool. you for doing that. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: It. It's been a fun process too. It's yeah. been exciting,
1: Kenny. Mm-hmm. One piece of advice you would give him about how to pop the question?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, that is a that is a. He may
1: have thing. a plan, but I, I don't care. I I want to know. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give him yeah, about probably. how to pop the question?
0: Well, I. I I mean, honestly, I think uh, no matter no matter what, just make it sincere, deep-hearted. Like, go to that level five sincerity and 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 just make it meaningful it it won't it won't really matter i don't think it won't really matter where you're at or what's i mean that'll be special but what she'll remember is that sincerity
2: piece that's cool yeah yeah because that's been my biggest fear i feel like it's already i've been so protective of how do i make it a surprise and how do i make sure she doesn't know and good advice i've gotten from people is like She's going to know. <laughs> right. What will be special is the how right. you do that.
0: Especially so. since I'm sending her a link to this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to hear this. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, that's great. No, I appreciate that's it. great. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us and stepping in for Joel. We've we have talked about how we actually couldn't do the podcast without Joel and today is our test to see if we Cam. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So is it, remember when Joel used to be on these podcasts? that yes. be good. I'm just kidding. We love Joel. I'm going for his job. we do. We love Joel. Yes. <laughs> yes,
1: we love him. Joel, we love you. It's- I, think I, any I off. wonder if we can yeah, I know. I don't even
0: know what to do with that. Was, I feel like there should be some birds tweeting in <laughs> there. <laughs> tweeting? Oh. Tweeping? I don't know what birds do. What are the, what do birds do? Chirp. Chirping. Maybe there we go. Chirping. Chirp oh man. You know what? I we had can, I let's had to find a some question. birds tweeping and see what we can do
1: with it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
0: I had a question for us, but I'm just jumping right into First John now. That's probably Let's just probably for the best. Let's yeah. just let's the best. go there for everyone's sake. We're uh-huh. we're uh we're in First John chapter 2 and uh, I'm I'm just going to read verses 7 through 14 and uh have you guys comment on it. There are going to be some uh, just initial knee jerk thoughts you have. I I'd love for you to speak into that. Um uh, and, and we'll just jump in from there. Okay, so verse 7 starts. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I am writing to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Verse 12. And the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Those are that's chapter two, verses seven through fourteen. So, fellers, uh, what's your knee jerk? What are some of the things that jump out Mm -hmm. at you as you read this passage, and uh, just kind of consider it in light of First John? And again, uh, just for the listeners. Um, the four of you who are listening in, uh, thanks, Mom. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> um, this 1 John is written by John the Beloved Disciple. Uh, he is addressing an early form of Gnosticism uh, that that comes out with uh, specifically a guy uh, named Serentis, and uh, Serentis believed and was perpetuating that the spirit of the Christ, the Messiah, indwelt the man Jesus uh, at a specific time in his ministry, and then before crucifixion, left Jesus. So that's the specific heresy that is being addressed throughout 1 John. And Sorenthus is winning many people in the church to this this belief that the flesh is bad, that the spirit is good, and that they don't really— uh commingle, like they're 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 two distinct separate things.
1: So Kenny, the first thing that jumps out to me is that in verses seven <clears throat> and eight, uh he says that he's writing to them an old command that is also a new command. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings up the question, how is this command? Well for and he also doesn't say what the command is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So there's some command that is both old and new according to verses seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think we have to wrestle with, mm-hmm. and how can a command be both old and new?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Great question. I assume that you have an answer to that. That All you're right. you're going to pontificate.
1: I would, I, I, we'd love to hear from our listeners. <laughs> oh wait, this, they can't the, call in. They can might. They, be, they might be works.
0: tweeping. No, what did I say yeah. earlier? <laughs> I <don't know>. Anyways. <laughs>
1: Forgive me. Yeah, but I do. I, it's an old command, <clears throat> I think, in the sense that when Jesus is asked, "Right, love is the command." I think right. verse ten makes that evident. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an old command, I think, in the sense that when Jesus is asked to summarize the law, he quotes. Deuteronomy 6 and Leviticus 19 right. about loving God and loving people. And in that sense, it's old. It's been around from the beginning. That's right. From the opening pages of scripture, we have been taught to love God and right. love each other.
0: That's a, that's a uh, an extension of the Shema too, right? Yeah. Their daily
1: prayer right? Uh, right.
0: incorporated
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then in John 13, Jesus says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Right? right? Like, wait, a new commandment? <laughs> You're quoting Leviticus 19. How is that a new commandment? Mm. That you love yeah. one another. Interesting. And I, and I think that uh, the next phrase that Jesus utters is the answer both in John 13 and the same author here would say, it's also how it is a new command, and that is, mm-hmm. as I have loved you, so you are to love one another. Mm-hmm. And so there has been a replacement of the model of love. Mm-hmm. In Leviticus nineteen nineteen. Kenny, I am supposed to love you as I love myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not confident that I love myself perfectly. Right. As a matter of fact, in a broken and damaged world filled with broken and damaged people, I think there's a lot of us who don't love ourselves well. Right. Exactly. And the idea there is that the same kind of self-interest that comes natural to, to me, I'm to have that kind of interest towards you. Um, but the model is still perhaps, in a sense, an imperfect model to love you as I love myself. And Mm -hmm. Christ now has come as the first and only perfect model of what love looks like throughout a human life and is now able to say, okay, the new commandment (laughs) isn't love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's love your neighbor as I have loved you because I've now replaced that imperfect model of your self-love with the perfect model of my sacrificial love. And so I think, I think that's how it's old and new. Yeah.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really good. I, I love how, uh, there's this calibration that occurs, uh, in this. And then John, when he starts this, he talks about Jesus as the one who they've seen, they've heard, they've touched, they, they know him. And, and so to your point, they know what this commandment is. They've Mm. seen this commandment lived out and they're passing this commandment on in a
2: calibrated way. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Yeah. So Michael B. Kelly, what'd you, (laughs) what you thinking over there?
2: Remind me of the, what was the last verse that you read from this particular passage? Yeah. Yeah. Verse 14. Okay. 14. I want to make sure I didn't keep reading and went too far. Um. the, yeah, I I recently had a chance to just go through this text with my small group, and people had a, some incredible insights. Um, this particular section of First John chapter two, mm-hmm. um, contrasting light with darkness, yeah. is such a in the circles that i run in i feel like we're often asking that question without using the words okay if that makes sense so a lot of times it'll be how do we know what's a good movie to watch or how do we know if we're listening to the right music mm. or, or or you know mm. looking at culture correctly but I think this is such a, th- this text comes to mind whenever we have that conversation. And I'm more or less really for what's dark and what is the light. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, wh- and a very clear example here of an example of light being to love your brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's incredible. Right. That's incredible. And yeah. so... I think that um, that question about what's acceptable in culture is an important conversation. Um, but I love bringing in to it to those tangible examples of what does it mean to contrast light against darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, d- does this build people up? Uh, could this is this a tool or an instrument to, as this chapter mm-hmm. says, to love uh, to love your brother? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So in the in the circles that. That you run. That's that's how you led this. Yeah. The circles that I run with, uh, we're talking about these cultural issues. How how are you then uh, evaluating that? Because it, it seems like to me that um, the the example that was given to me years and years ago is uh, it's pretty crass, but I'm going to share it. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but the story was <clears throat> a a son was asking his dad if he could go to the movies and. Dad asked about it and it was Rated R had a lot of really horrible stuff in it. And the son said, But but it has a good outcome. The the good guy wins, the bad guy loses, all that stuff. And so the son goes off and watches the movie. In the meantime, the dad makes some brownies. Hmm. And so the son comes home. You know where I'm going, Matt. You've you know this story. Uh, the son comes home and and uh, the, the dad says, how was the movie? Oh, it was great, dad. The the good guy won. The bad guy lost. And and he goes, well, that, that's great, son. I made some brownies. And he said, oh, dad, they, they smell pretty good. Can I have one? He goes, absolutely. But one thing you you should know is uh, just like you were saying, there was only a little bit of bad in there. I just put a little bit of dog dookie in there. And and the son of course didn't want any of it, and he's like, well, it's just a little bit, well, so so as as we're as I've thought on that through the years, I I, I keep stumbling because mm, it, 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 there does seem to be like this, it, yeah, every story has some. Dog mess in it. Yep. <laughs>
2: and so yep. How, how do you navigate that? I, yeah.
0: I, that's what I'm wondering.
2: Um, honestly, so as I've already talked about, my soon-to-be fiance has been incredibly helpful uh, <laughs> for me in this to bring her, and her name is Kate. Yes. Um, I, I'd say some of our biggest disagreements have been on this exact subject where we mm-hmm. will watch something maybe on Netflix or we will listen to music mm-hmm. and... Um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like her threshold happens a little bit sooner than mine in mm-hmm. terms of noticing the doo doo. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that example. <laughs> right, um, dookie. Yeah, dookie. dookie. Yeah, yeah, dookie. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet about that. <laughs> <laughs> dookie, dookie, um, and oh my goodness, I think. So I, th- I don't mean to take us way off track, but no, she no, honestly good. goes to the example of Star Wars more than I've ever heard. Uh, okay. and she brings up the Anakin of like, I need to know the dark to understand the light. That's how she interprets Anakin. In the story of Star Wars, she really thinks that that was the beginning or that was the seed that planted him down this road of like, no, I want to know the dark, you know, Uh because I've often Mm. tried to use that example to say, no, I think when you see something that's dark, it can elevate the light. And that might be true, but it can be risky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was kind of, and then she'll always jump to like Anakin being a classic example of like, that's really how that seed was planted. Okay, um, And so, so we talk about what does it mean? How do you have a filter? That's impenetrable. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you view something? Because I don't think that Christianity is a list of do's and don'ts. Right. Um, I don't think that that's what we're after. Um, just do watch these right things and avoid these wrong things. Like we right. are interacting with the world on a second to second basis, and stuff is always coming in. Mm-hmm. And how do you have an impenetrable filter? Mm. Well, you use the Word of God. Right. Right. Yeah. You turn to a text like First John chapter two. And you ask that question: What is it? What is the light, and what is darkness? Mm-hmm. And how do we have a filter? Uh, the Word of God, specifically. How does mm-hmm. that filter affect the way in which we take, yeah, take these things in? So, yeah, because it's easy to do a list of do's and don'ts, right? right? Don't go to the movie that's bad, okay? But so, how? <laughs> right. So does that yeah. mean
0: I can't watch any movie ever? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I, the other thing that you're saying that really stands out in my mind that I think is super cool is that you're having the discussions. Yeah, like you're not just uh, watching this and processing it on your own. You're you're also having discussions with your peers and with Kate. And yep, man, that's I, I think that's awesome. Yep. That, that's mm. a big part of this. Like, what yeah. is light and what is dark in this in this movie? Exactly. You know, mm. That's great. Yep, that's really great. Mm. One of the things that that stands out to me um, as I as I look at this passage. That I, that on a personal note, I, I just think is cool. As I'm looking at the the writings of John and just who John is, John being referred to as the the, the disciple whom Jesus loved, and sometimes referred to as the beloved disciple the, the word he uses there, beloved, he's, he's, the word that's used for him is most often associated with the word that most Christians know agape. It's associated with that, uh, connected to that. It's not the only word that's used the way that Jesus loved him. He loved him as a friend too. Um, uh, the, that's also used, but he uses this talking to the church. He like takes this the kindness that Jesus gave him that's inferred to him and extends it to the this church that he's overseeing. And I just, I don't know, I see this shepherding piece of John in this passage mm. that uh, is, is um, I don't know, it draws me to him. And I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I appreciate that. It's like, I have some wisdom here. Uh, I want to give it to you. And just as I've received this love, I'm giving it to you. And yeah. that, that just kind of stood out to me. In, in a new way this week, as I was reviewing this passage.
1: Mm. Oh. Um, it's not shocking given our personalities that what <laughs> stood out to you, Kenny, was the love, <laughs> and what stood out to me was the hate. hate. <laughs> right? <laughs> <No>. uh, because <laughs> verses 9, 10, and 11 <clears> throat> uh, throat> are really focused on hate. Yeah. And the fact, like, if you hate, your brother or sister, then you, you are not in the light. Yeah. Like this is, if first John is about how we know that we are followers of Christ, the test here is one of, of hate. If you hate brothers and sisters, then you're not walking in the light. And I think the challenge for me is within our culture, um, I, I, we've grown up in a culture where where we we don't believe we hate anyone,
0: right? Yes, we, right? You can't
1: even say that word. No, I That's mean, when rude. I was a kid, if I said I hated something, I was reprimanded for using the word hate. Like that was a huh. that word was off limits yeah. in my house. And so I I think you that, can
0: dislike it with a white hot intensity of a thousand suns. That but is correct. You can
1: never hate that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I so hate I, that you said hate. I do think it's <laughs> it's super helpful for us to. Uh, Understand that uh, (laughs) biblical hate maybe encompasses some things that are different Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that there is within the Scripture an active hate and a passive hate, Mm -hmm. which are both hating your brother. And those are both uh, seen most clearly, perhaps, in Jesus' teaching of the Good Samaritan, Mm -hmm. where there are active haters who beat a man up and rob him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because I'm not that kind of active hater of others, I go, Well, I don't hate. But in fact, the 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 emphasis is on those who hate him by doing nothing. Right. Right. There's the active guy, hate yeah. in those who came and beat him up. There's passive hate in those who walk by and do nothing for a man in need. Mm-hmm. And so as we think about love and hate it's impossible for us to read this passage and not think about a chapter later when John says in verses 16 through 18 that if we love people and we see that they have needs, we'll meet those needs, mm-hmm. or else we don't actually love, we hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think I think that it is important for us to understand in a culture where, where we're taught that we don't hate anyone, mm-hmm. right. it's important for us to understand that John is defining hate differently and that there is active hate, yes, in which we may do damage to someone through physical violence. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's active hate most often expressed in our culture through the damage done through words that tear down. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's also passive hate in which I see someone in need or see someone who's hurting and turn around and say, I'm too busy for that mm-hmm. or I don't want to associate with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that active and passive hate are both signs that, that, I'm, not, that I'm not in the light. Mm-hmm. That that God changes our hearts in ways in which we actively and passively love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That that's good insight. And I, I, I think what I hear you saying from a biblical definition is that there there aren't subtle shades of liking that lead from love to hate, that there's either love or there's hate. That that's what I think I hear you saying. Um uh, is that true?
1: Yeah, and that love is love is active in the scripture, mm-hmm. and it, hate isn't just the opposite activity. Hate is also the failure to act when we see someone in need. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lack of action, not just the opposite action. Yeah, right. That got a little complicated, but.
0: No, I, I, that's, that's really insightful. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Mike, when you hear Matt talk, talk about that, is there anything that jumps out in your mind as you're, you know, considering the culture and looking yep. at uh, a variety of media outlets and stuff like that? Is there anything that jumps into your mind?
2: I would say that what Matt just described was the exactly the motivation for the Speak Life (laughs) piece Mm -hmm. that we rolled out about a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's dealing with that concept of active and passive hate and how I think the Bible defines it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I couldn't agree uh, more (laughs) with that. And that was, I would say, the motivation. And that's that was the heart and the hope behind that particular piece. Would be like, how do we define hate? Yeah. how do we define life and love, essentially? Right. Mm, yeah. Well,
0: and you, you know, just kind of uh, now walking in our culture and popular phrases, things like hate speech. Yeah. You know, with the definition you gave, boy, there's a whole lot more hate speech mm, than, yeah. we, <laughs> yeah. than we, yeah, than we even yeah. have
2: considered. It looks different.
1: Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: I think. I think. Two. One of the. One of the things we understand is that as believers we've been given a new nature that has new desires. And so do I always love well? No. but do I want to? yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. Uh, we, we can you know I'll use Joel as an example since he's not here. That's perfect. Good. Yeah. Yes, right Do I do I as I work with Joel day in and day out, do I want to love him well every day? Yes. Do I always love him well? Well, anyone who listens to the podcast might <laughs> might have questions. Yeah, that's not that's not the case. But that's not that's not my desire. Yeah. I, you know, I want to do what is best for him. Yeah, uh, I don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and and again, to your point, in verse eleven, whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness. And I think that word "walks" yeah. is a is a great phrase to to capture what we're saying here is that you know this isn't this isn't just a for the believer this isn't just a one-time oh oh man I was passive when I should have been active Mm -hmm. uh and in my love you know and um this is this is a choice of day by day walking in those places either walking in the darkness or walking in the light later um the I'm sorry the the Verse earlier yep. uses the word "abides." Abide. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're going to stay in this place. We're not leaving this place. We're abiding. We're clinging to it. Um, yeah, that takes me to John chapter fifteen. You know, the great abiding yes. uh, chapter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: What Very other cool. thoughts do you have, Mike? As
2: you're, uh as we're kind of wrapping up our time. Yeah, that's true. I'm. Uh... I've, I'm timekeeper, and I've done a poor job. <laughs> I think we're already over a little bit. But um, yeah, I think the only thing I would add would uh, th- to that point, Kenny, I love how you noticed the walks in darkness and abides. Um, abides, when I think of walking, I, I think they're both related to action. Mm-hmm. But to abide in something is more of a, uh, like a piece or simply to be in. Mm-hmm. And so... T- to to have that love is to simply be in what's already good. Mm-hmm. To walk in darkness is to be active in destruction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, would rather abide than, you know, than than walk. Yeah. Th- they're both action words, but Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different yep. implications.
0: Yeah. That's great. Well, friends as you're listening in, uh, I I just I want to encourage you to abide in Christ and and really take the take the time to consider what God might be doing in your life in these moments and, and asking some of the hard questions, as you heard from Mike today, uh, what is this that I'm taking in? And am I processing it in a way that I'm seeing the difference in light and dark and, and protecting my walk with the Lord? I love it. Appreciate you guys for being here. Matt and Mike, thank you. Mm-hmm. And Joel, we'll see you next time. And for all of you listening in, don't forget to love, live, and serve like Jesus. We'll see you soon. God bless
1: you.